I'm Tony Preckwinkle, chair of the Cook County Democratic Party. And this is our podcast, The 80, about our party, its candidates, and its leaders. We're beginning the podcast by interviewing our elected Democratic committee people to discuss their backgrounds and thoughts about the history and future of our party. Today, our guest is Mark Walker, who's a representative from the 53rd District in the Illinois House and also committee person of Wheeling Township. Welcome, Mark. Oh, good to see you again. All right. Well, first of all, let's let's tell people where Wheeling Township is, because I'm not sure everyone would know. Well, it's a northwest suburbs. It includes Arlington Heights, Mount Prospect, and the village of Wheeling as well. All right. And so, a couple of other minor things. All right. So it's it's kind of north, northwest in Cook County, huh? Right. Right. Uh, it's a very, uh, it's a fairly wealthy set of communities with a lot of variety in it. It uh, has a lot of manufacturing, a lot of immigrants. Um, it's it's quite a, a varied area. It's quite a challenge too. In terms of, of representation. Um, you have been a, a state representative uh, for quite some time in the state legislature. Why don't you tell us about that? And then I'm gonna ask you a little bit more about your how you came to be that. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I've, I've been a state rep for three terms over 12 years. So uh, out here, it's a very uh, middle of the road district. Uh, the, between three people, we, we beat each other three times. And the other two being both Republicans. And so uh, David Harris beat me for the spot. Um, and then I, I replaced him again after an eight year break. So uh, that's, uh, we go back and forth. We're all very close too. One of the great things about this township and this area, this district is that the politicians on both sides are actually fairly close to each other and, and generally responsible and kind to each other. Okay, well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Now, you, you are a state representative, uh, but like me, you were not born in the state of Illinois and uh, came here as an adult. What's the, what's the arc? Yeah, I was a corporate executive in New York. I grew up in New York and New England, and I worked for Citibank. When Citibank opened its branches in Illinois, I was part of the team that came and made that happen. So I came here with Citibank and then from here, I ended up running Diners Club worldwide, which uh, back when Diners was a big card in the card business. So that's that's my background. So it was banking and uh, the credit card business. Right, and then consulting. I also founded three companies, one of which failed, two succeeded. So I've had a whole range of business backgrounds. Wow. So <laughs> You're, you're kind of unusual in the Central Committee in the depth of your private sector experience, I guess. Right. Yeah, I, I thought I could bring it to public service and I've been relatively successful. I'm, I'm like the go-to corporate or business guy in the Democratic side in the House. Um, so I, I generally do a lot of things across the aisle and with the governor's office. Well, we've, we've got to, the Democratic Party has to be a big tent and we have to be uh, as inclusive as possible if we're going to be successful, not just locally, but nationally. So that's a good thing. Um, you said that you, as I recall, when we talked earlier, you, you, you were born in New York and grew up in New England and, and then went back to New York to work. And so you kind of been, you've kind of been all over, huh? Right. Actually, in my working life, I worked in 22 different countries. 
when so you although I was headquartered in New York, I worked in London, in the Philippines, in China, just all over the place. And um, that's part of my background as well. All right. So you did a lot of, you were based in a lot of, uh, of countries outside the United States and when you were with the bank. Right. Right. Wow. So, so which of those countries was your favorite place to be posted? Oh, without a doubt, Paris is my favorite place. <laughs> <laughs> I had a wonderful job and I had a client when I was in consulting that demanded we have a monthly meeting in Paris. So and that's when I was based in Chicago, actually. So that that was a good client. You had a client who demanded a monthly meeting in Paris? Yes. And unfortunately, when we had difficulty, they demanded to be to deal in French. And French is not my strength, but I, I could uh, I could mumble through. So. Wow. Yeah. So, so I I've had an interesting background. Yeah. So in addition to a little French, are there other languages you speak? No, I'm not good in French, but I understand it. I similarly uh, Spanish. Okay. When people speak Spanish to me, or I read Spanish signs. I generally get them, but nothing worthwhile comes out of my mouth in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're better off than most of us who are, you know, just like me, hopeless. Just yeah, I wish. I wish I were better. But so, how did I get involved in politics? Is the next yes. question. I think. Right. Interestingly, I'm a Vietnam vet. I got involved in the anti-war movement. I was one of the founders of the Vietnam Vets Against the War. Oh, bless you. And, yeah, and that must have been an uncomfortable, uncomfortable place to be. It was, uh, it was challenging, there's no doubt. I mean, many of, the, many of my friends and my sister was involved in the civil rights movement. So I come from that kind of background. My grandfather was a, a United Mine Worker. So um, we were involved in that, those kinds of politics. The interesting thing is I, I met John Kerry through the Vietnam Vets Against the War. I was one of the original members in New England. And at, during my corporate career, when he ran for president, I took a break and actually worked for him in Wisconsin. So that's how I got reengaged in politics during his presidential campaign. Wow. So you've been connected to him for quite some time. Yeah, ever since we were kids. The other person I'm connected to, which most people don't know, my parents, I mean, my mother's family and Joe Biden's family are very close. His father and my uncle went to World War II together. Um, his mother, Ginny, um, was very close to my grandmother in Scranton, Pennsylvania, which is where my mother's from. So I have those two links, although I've never, we've never actually leveraged them. We've never talked about politics. We never do that between our families. So that's. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Were you, were you drafted to serve in Vietnam? No, I volunteered. As did many people in my neighborhood. You know, our parents all volunteered for World War II. Right. And so we all volunteered to go to Vietnam. How has that experience, how has that provided a lens on the rest of your life? I think uh, the reaction to the experience is what counts. I think when it came down to it, it was all about humanity. I, uh, upon returning home and in reflection, I realized that the humanity of it all wasn't making sense. It wasn't good for us. It wasn't good for them. There was no outcome we could figure out that, that would be positive. 
And so I think that caused me to focus on humanity deliberately in just about all of my endeavors. I think that's, that's what makes us Democrats, actually. Well said, well said. I didn't realize the personal connections both to um, Senator Kerry and to uh, President Biden and his family. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, this is the first time I've said it publicly, actually. We keep politics out of those relationships. Well, it's <laughs> for somebody who doesn't have those connections, it's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. So tell, tell me about your work as a, as a leader of the Democratic Party in Wheeling Township. You've talked a little bit about the state legislature and your, your central role there in terms of bringing a business uh, perspective uh, to the work that you do and, and being a kind of resource for the party on business issues. What are you doing in terms of, of Wheeling Township Democrats? Well, to begin with, when I first moved to Wheeling Township that got me involved locally, I was at a 4th of July parade. The Wheeling Township Democrats came around with a banner, turned a corner to the reviewing stand and everybody booed. And I, being just from New York, I said, this is ridiculous. So I got out and joined the parade. <laughs> and started waving my arms around and yelling at people. Um, I don't care where you stand, just come out to vote. And so I figured that was a good message. So that's how I got involved in Wheeling Township Downs. I joined them at a 4th of July parade. <laughs> and then they, uh, after a while, they, uh, they invited me to run them <laughs> because no one else wanted to do it. And it was an uphill battle the whole way. It, it, even now, um, it probably leans Republican. The, uh, even now, after your all district. these years. Your district. Yeah. But on the other hand, we've been placing people in office. I mean, I'm the state rep, Ann Gillespie's our senator. Um, we've just placed about seven good Democrats into local nonpartisan positions in villages, school boards, library boards. Um, so we're making real progress. And, and there are two secrets to that. One is, what really gave us a boost was the Women's March. About half of our good candidates were in the Women's March and met each other there and decided okay. to come back and get involved. So that, that's a wonderful thing. Um, the other thing is there are a lot of independent progressive organizations that have sprung up, uh, 13 by my count in my area. And I, I did a fairly unusual thing. I met them on the, in their space. I met them at their places because a lot of them initially didn't want to be associated with the traditional Democratic Party. And we've we've come together finally after after those. There were, you know, people, it's an emotional reaction and people wanted change and they thought we were too institutional. And so we went to them and I went to their meetings and um, as a as a fellow person interested in change. And eventually they all, we're all together in the tent again. So that's, that's really been the approach. Good, it's, yeah, one of the things as leader of the party that's been hard for me to figure out is how to, um, how to address the, as you point out, the, the numerous progressive organizations that sprung up, um, many of them in response to, to Bernie Sanders' presidential campaign, but also just in response to Trump, um, how to engage them um, in, the, in the political process um, as, as, uh, as Democrats. So 
Right. I think the key, at least for me and probably for you, since I, I saw a photo of you the other day as a young teacher activist, <laughs> um, and is to approach and say, you know, I was you. Um, I, know, I know how you feel. I feel the same way. We're just in different stages. And we use the tools we have. So, you know, come, come join us. I'm not, uh, we're not a big institution that, that restrains and crushes people. We're a place where people can actually express themselves just like we did when we were in our, we were in our twenties. So that's, that's been my approach. Right. And since you were involved in the anti-war movement, we spent a lot of time in the streets marching in the, in the, right. in the sixties and the seventies. Um, as young people are in the streets today. So we have that in common. Right. In conclusion, what would you what would you like to say to to our viewers and listeners about the Democratic Party or about your own um, journey? I think the most important thing I, I, for people to know is that getting involved in politics actually is a way to be involved with really interesting, feeling, caring people. Um, it's not when you look at it from the outside, especially through the press, you know, politicians are evil in one way or another, or greedy or selfish. In fact, most of the people involved in politics I've met are really good, kind, open, interesting, intelligent people. As intelligent as any, you know, senior executive team at a major corporation, from my perspective. Um, they're, they're just fascinating people. And I, I just love being with them. That's uh, that. So come in and join. Um, you're going to be amazed at how good the people are in this organization. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Representative and Committee Person Walker. We're very grateful to have you on our podcast. And, and I'm grateful for that upbeat uh, ending to our interview. Yeah, thank you very much. Have a good time. Thank you.